Hi, Marcus here, and welcome to another episode of Go Independent by Grocery Outlet. So today, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to the independent operators of the Ronut Park, California Grocery Outlet, and that is Victor and Filomena Soares. What I love about these guys is they are immigrants to this country. They moved from Portugal when their kids were tiny, and after working in grocery for a very long time, a recruiter finally got a hold of Victor and, and proposed to him the idea of Grocery Outlet, and for about a year, Victor just couldn't really see it. That is until Philomena got a hold of the opportunity and said, no, wait a minute, we are doing this. So this is a really cool episode and it tells you about the journey that Victor and Philomena went through from leaving the corporate grocery job to now independently running their grocery outlet. So cue the intro, here we go. From Grocery Outlet, this is the Go Independent Podcast, a show about the retail mavericks who quit their corporate jobs to run multi-million dollar grocery operations on their own terms. I am Marcos Mora. Welcome to the show. Okay, now something I wanted to touch on is, for you guys listening to this, this is very interesting because... Uh, Victor and Filomena come from Portuguese descent. Are uh, from, and they'll tell you a little bit about where they're from. And I'm actually originally from Brazil. And when we started the podcast, we started talking to each other. And we, we and we I didn't know this. I didn't didn't realize it. And so it was really fun. We we spoke Portuguese. And we won't talk Portuguese here, or else nobody will be able to understand us. But go back to that, guys. T- talk about moving to the United States. What what led to you guys moving here? I was born and raised in Lisbon, Portugal, and I never thought in my life that moving uh, to the United States. Um, I met Vitor in Portugal. He will get married in Portugal. But Vitor um, was born and raised in South Africa, and it was a dream of him, even when he was living in South Africa, to come to the United States. The United States was just something, this wonderful thing that everybody, everybody wants to come, right? The shining light on the hill. Yeah. yeah, it was a dream of him. So uh, when we when we get married, um, one day he met someone in Portugal that that on business in the United States, actually in New Jersey, and they invite Vito to work with them. And funny story, not that funny at all. One day <laughs> at night, Vito come home and said, "Okay." We're going to the United States. Oh, Otherwise, wow. What? What you just <laughs> said? I mean, all our families in Portugal, parents, sisters, brothers, we don't have anyone here. And they decide, like, one minute, we, we, we're going to the United States. And wow. it was like that in, one, in like two weeks, Vitor was in the United States. That quickly? I stay, that quickly. I stay behind with, um, uh, to take care of paperwork and my passport. And one month later... I was here too. So that's the way it that was. That is like, amazing. That was crazy. Everybody in the family said, you guys are crazy doing this, but we are, cr- but we are crazy people. Right? You are crazy are. people. But I, d- so I, don't want, I wouldn't use the word crazy. I, I, I really think, <laughs> I think, I think we're curious and we, um, and we adventurous. We yeah. are. And, and we're always looking for, we're always looking for the best for our family. We never stop. And that was and that was my goal. Um, I, I saw the United States as a as a beacon of opportunity. I always had this idea that if you came to the United States and you worked really hard, that there would be no reason for you not to be successful. Yeah, um, and that and that was the case. Uh, we were fortunate enough to to get um, initially start in a company that 
that got us set up and got us legitimately into the United States and, and working and, and we pursued and we, we constantly, constantly strive to do the best. We constantly, constantly strive to become better at what we did. And, um, and was the best thing that we did so far? Yeah, and you know? and moving to grocery outlet, this was this was an opportunity that it if I was. have to have, if I have to say one regret that I have mm -hmm. was not paying attention to it ten years. The first years. time, yes, yeah, yeah yes. sure. The first time that they reach out to him, that's strong. No, I think it's it's, uh, but your your background and your adventurous spirit makes a lot of sense now. And the fact that you were willing to make a crazy switch. And, you know, my family did that back in 1991. And my, my father felt the same way about the United States. He is the most Brazilian redneck you've ever met. Like, he, <laughs> he loves the United States. He's always wanted to live here. And so when he had the opportunity in 91, you know, we sold everything in Brazil. I was 14, 15 years old. And you know, what's interesting is I'm very thankful that he made that decision because it wasn't an easy decision to make. Uh, but I'm really, really thankful that, that he did. And I, I feel the same way. I love this country. I'm so thankful for the opportunity he gave my family. And I still love Brazil. Of course. We love our country. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that, that never goes away. Uh, now, do the kids feel more American, Portuguese, South African. What is that like? American. 100% American. American. Yeah. yeah. They love and, and what you just said, that you are very grateful that your father made that decision. Although I believe it wasn't easy for them, for your parents, even for you in the beginning. My kids felt exactly the same. But thank God that they, 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 we make that decision because what they accomplish here in the United States, they will never accomplish in Portugal, unfortunately. We love our country. We go back there every year to visit. We still have our family there. We don't have anyone here in the United States. It's just me, Victor, and the kids. We don't have any family here. Nobody, just us. So every year we make an effort to visit our family, our parents, our sisters, brothers, nieces, all the family. Uh, we make a point our kids not lost, not the, the, the content with their roots. We want for them to know where they come from. But they, they are 100% American. They are very, very grateful that we made that decision. 20 years ago. In running the store, you're in a, in a market where does ethnicity matter? Victor, you're from South Africa and Filomena, you grew up in Portugal. And, and I know that as operators, you guys are very involved in the community. So talk about that a little bit. Does, does ethnicity play a role in your success in the store or has it ever hindered your success in, in your store? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's never hindered our success. It's it's absolutely promoted our success. Absolutely. Um, the fact that we have the the privilege of being able to speak a couple of different languages um, helps the ethnicity part. Um, we're very co uh, connected with with the community through the Hispanic community. We speak their language fluently, um, so that that helps helps our success in the store. The fact that we have the experience of so many different cultures and we can integrate it into our store um, helps our community. Um, and we interact a lot with the customers. We are not the type of operators that stays in the office and, and, and don't interact with the customers. We actually, we, we 
are on the sales floor every day. We work side by side with the employees. We, we interact a lot with the, with the customers. The customers come here. Sometimes they send a message on Facebook, treat my husband and me by our names. They know my name. They know Vita's name. They know my daughter. They, they know everything about us. Sometimes I'm working at the store as a customer at the other side of the store yelling, hey, Philomena, look, I need this. And that. they, they actually, that's the way. They feel like this is their, and there is their store. They come here, they spend time, they talk with us, you know, and their customers, they, they talk with us about their families, their kids, and um, we are pretty much involved with, with our community. And we love it, let, let it say, we love it. We and love I think it. that us being so, so active in the store, um, it sets us apart from the, the conventional markets out there. Um, you walk into any of the, the other big boys and they have a store manager or a store director that's so focused on his job that doesn't have time to say hi to Mary or Jane. Right. And, and yeah. doesn't have time to connect with that customer. Us being local local operators and local owners in the store, we have that ability. We have that flexibility to, to stop for three seconds and, and speak to a customer or speak to a kid um, and just interact with them and engage with them that goes a big 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 way make make the difference yeah all absolutely the difference. does it really yeah. brings down to locally owned and operated it makes that whole sentence real and especially victor with your experience running grocery other than the fact that you're extremely involved in the community and you can and you're local and so you care about those clients what's so different because i hear this from so many operators that this is just a different world. You know, what they were when they were at Smith's or other Albertsons and all these other operators and all these other brands, what is so different about your independent operation of a grocery outlet? Well, it, it, you're making the decisions, right? When we're working for corporate America, there's, there's someone sitting in an office somewhere that, that's dictating um, a store on the East Coast or the Northeast, what should go on end cap number one. Now, a store in the northeast is going to be completely different to the store in the southwest, but yet it's going to have the same item on the same end cap. With our brand, we make the decisions. We make the merchandising decisions. It's our choice what we put, where we put it, how we put it, how we sign it, how we merchandise it. The, the freedom that we have that we're not stuck to a corporate cookie cutter decision. Uh, for me, I have to say it's all that is true, but for me, it's more like uh, the ability that to, I remember back in Turlock doing my paperwork in the office and my daughter sit on the floor underneath my desk doing her own, own um, um, work from school, right? So the ability that I can bring my daughter with me and if I have to go to the doctors with her, I don't have to ask my boss, hey, I need to go my, earlier because I have a doctor's appointment with my daughter, you know? The ability that grocery outlet give us us to be with our family as much as we can and bring our family. Gabriella spent a lot of time, Gabriella, my daughter, with us. I mean, sometimes I pick her up from school and I have work to do at the store. I cannot be at home. She comes with me. She stays with us. She works at the store. She interacts with the customer. The customer knows who she is. You cannot do that in, in other, uh, other no companies. Way. Yeah. So the sense, the sense of this... Um, 
ownership. Uh, family, this is yeah. exact family. The other operators do the same. So we have 300 and something stores, but mm-hmm. we don't feel it that. It feels like it's just the family that we know each other. And, and that's for me, it makes all the difference in the world. That's very important for me. I love that. And you also, you touched on something interesting, which is the people who are in the store. And this is something that I learned from you guys. I didn't realize this, but you know, you don't have complete autonomy on hiring and firing when you are in a corporate uh, run grocery place. And at Grocery Outlet, it's completely different, those decisions and who makes that decision, right? Yes, it's all on us. We, we hire, we fire, we training. It's all on us. All the decisions regarding the business inside this big box is on us. So we make all the decisions. Uh, grocery outlet helps in every way we ask. Uh, if we need help, they are, are there to help us in every way. But they leave us alone to make the decision that we think is best for us, for the business, and for the company. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they constantly behind you with support. Um, all the time. Yeah. All the time. You cannot find that in other company at all. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't find another business, another, any other franchise or any other business that, that we could go into and have the, the freedom and the autonomy to run our business the way that we do. Right. Um, even if you go to a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts, a McDonald's. There's, right. there's so much corporate yeah. structure inside right. your box that you have to follow. With us, that's the, the, I think that's the, the niche and the trick of our success, grocery outlet success, is our autonomy in what we do. Yeah. At the same time, you are just a phone call away from the office, the corporate office, to ask help for anything that you, you are struggle, and they are right there every time to help you in every way that you can. You just need to, if you need help, you just need to give us a call and they be there. A, a, a team of people right behind you to help in every way that you can possibly imagine. It describes the best of both worlds, right? It's all the support that you always wanted from a corporation, quote unquote, but none of the politics, the oversight, and all the things that we deal with when we're in these big, huge companies. And what's crazy is, is you are a big, huge company. I mean, we're talking about, it was a $2 billion last year or something like that, or a billion dollars last year. And and yet to be able to still survive as a family-oriented organization really is really is amazing. It's amazing. I don't think we survive. I think we're going to be thriving and yes. oh, yeah. keep thriving. Oh, yeah. I, I, I agree. Survival is not in our in our vocabulary. I think no. thriving is in our vocabulary. Now, Victor, talk about with your your the grocery experience that you had before, and when you transitioned. And this is great for anybody who is in retail or who's looking at this opportunity. What was the hardest thing about going from a corporate job to now really running the business? Um, I don't. I can't really pinpoint what was the hardest thing. Um, like Philomena said, we always had this this dream and this desire to be independent and and entrepreneurs and have our own business. I I can't tell you what was the hardest thing. I can't I can't think of the hardest thing. I believe that everything that we do today is um is exactly what we wanted to do. At our worst days, it's always better than our best days in corporate. 
if I, I don't does that make sense to you because what was the hardest thing not getting out of there fast enough <laughs> there was the, <laughs> right that, that, that was the hardest thing um but no i think we made the right decision um i wasn't no regrets at I, all i i, I can yeah. tell you that as as you get older in life, you you become a little bit more pondered, and you become you start thinking a little bit more about the decisions. I did not think about this move to California the same way I didn't think about my move to the United States. I didn't think about coming to Grocery Outlet after I saw there was something right about it, huh? There was something right about it, and we jumped on, and it was it was that was just what we needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. But I think you know what I hear from you guys though is, and this is so true about entrepreneurs. You made the decision to come to the U.S., but then you are the type of people when you make a decision, you go and make it right, right? I'm sure things were hard, but when you make that decision, like the decision to join Grocery Outlet and do it, you, I'm sure, worked a lot of hours, right? And oh, yes. you made the decision right. Yes, yes. We work a lot in our lives, me and Vito lives. There's no giving up and yeah. there's no enough hard work for us. And that's what it is. We work very hard. We love it every single moment. No regrets whatsoever. I will do it all over again. And um, uh, and we never give up. It doesn't matter what happens. We never right. give up. We keep going, keep going, and keep going. Nothing that's worth having is going to come easy. No, absolutely. If you have something easy in your life, you're going to lose it easier too. So that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think. <laughs> yeah. So give us up uh, for somebody who uh, might be thinking about this opportunity and they're listening to this and maybe like you, Victor, they needed somebody else to come to them and say, hey, listen up. So what is your advice to anybody looking at the grocery outlet opportunity? My advice for anybody that's contemplating is is really go there and look and, and go and speak to people that work in that store, speak to the employees of that store, speak to the owner of that store and get it from real people. Don't get it from a recruiter because you won't believe them like I did not. Don't get it from a corporate person because you won't believe it as I did not. Physically go into a store, speak to somebody, speak to the operator, speak to the employees and, um, and get the truth from real people and you'll get real answers. I remember when we walked through all these stores when we came to California, uh, I got to the one point that I asked one of the operators, I said, you know, I've heard so many good things. I, I need you to tell me there's got to be something wrong. And the guy, and he literally said, if you do your job and you do what needs to be done, there's nothing wrong. That's great. Just do your job. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I remember talking with Vita Holmes and saying, man, this is so, looks so, so, so good. I mean, cannot be that good. But actually it is. If you, if you're ready to work, because nobody's going to tell you this is easy. Okay. It's not right. easy. You're going right. to have good days. You're going to have bad days, like in everything in life. But if I prepared to work hard for you, for your family, this is the right place to go. Um, you, and if you do the right thing and follow the rules, man, you're going to have a beautiful life. You're going to have a beautiful life. Philomena and I are very, very aggressive, um, very passionate um, mm -hmm. in, in everything that we do. But I will tell you that on, on the very same sentence, we're probably the most humble people that you've met. Mm -hmm. And I believe... In, in life, you have to have a very good balance of both. And if you are not a humble person, if you're an arrogant person, 
and a hard worker, it's not going to it's not going to mix. If you're a hard worker and not a humble person, it's not going to mix. Being humble in this country, I believe, and everywhere in the world, and and being a hard worker is, in my opinion, the recipe to success. Um, I can tell you that we we've been through some very tough situations in our life, uncomfortable situations in our life, but we were always were humble about that, and we always. Um, made the right decision and worked hard at that decision and today fortunately we're sitting where we are to and I have to add to that that uh, we never choose the easy way sometimes mm -hmm. you need to make decisions that are very hard but it's the right decision to make another thing for the, anyone that uh, listened to us um, in this business I believe and Vitor believe that for us to be where we are today you cannot do it alone you have to create your team inside your store. And the way for us, we have a, a good team, we have a good crew, but we, we are not act with them like owners or bosses. We work side by side with them. We treat them as family. And this is not, I'm not saying this just because I'm saying it's really true. Anyone can come to my store, speak with any one of my employees, and I'm 100% sure they're going to tell us exactly what, I, what I'm just saying. We treat our employees with respect. We treat them with as family. We take, we take care, good care of them because just me and Vitor, we can't do anything. We can't. We That's need right. people yeah. around us. So, you know, create a good team and be humble very respectful with the people that work with you and you definitely be successful because if you treat your people with respect and you treat them as your own they're going to help you in every way possible for you to be, to be successful and that's i believe that's the secret for me and vito that's the secret for us it's our team it's our employees they are the ones who help us to be where we are today and we are very, very happy with our team. We created a good crew over here. And um, we, we, we could not do it the other way. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I love it. Listen, I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to share your experience and uh, help all these other folks that might be looking at this or any opportunity. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Anytime. All right. And for the ones that are listening to us, if they're going to come to Grossi Outlet, you're going to do the right move. You'll see. There you go. If you want to find out more about becoming an independent operator with Grocery Outlet, head over to ownagrocerytoutlet.com. Again, that's ownagrocerytoutlet.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by searching Grocery Outlet Operators. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you know someone who might enjoy it too, go ahead and share the episode via social media, email, or just tell them, hey, you should check out the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet. That should work. For future and past episodes, you can subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast. And while you're subscribing, it would mean the world to us if you leave us a review. I'm Marcos Mora, and you've been listening to the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet. Mm -hmm.